guys. Welcome back to the AAA Sports Pod. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. Today on the agenda, we're going to start off by reviewing our college matchups from last week. Then we're going to go week one upsets for the NFL. Then we're going to preview our primetime games. That uh, consists of the Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games. And then we're going to do our week one stardom system for your fantasy football team. And if we have time, we're going to go over week two college predictions. Let's get into it. What was your first college matchup for last week? Uh, my favorite college matchup from last week was that Georgia-Clemson game. Uh, I had Clemson picked in it. Ultimately, like we know, last night they couldn't pull it out. But uh, Georgia won that game 10-3. to Yeah, it was just a defensive brawl. I mean, the only reason why Georgia won that game was because of their defensive touchdown. I mean, there was no true offensive team there. It was just the defensive presence. There was no offense whatsoever. I agree with yeah. you. Who did you have at number two, Chuck? I had Penn State, Wisconsin, and then Penn State coming over top, which they did. That's exactly who I had. I mean, Wisconsin was one and four in the red zone. They didn't have they didn't have like a strong offense like they did. The score was sixteen to ten. Uh, it really wasn't like it was more of a defensive game there too. It really was not a high scoring game. Absolutely not defensive brawl. What was yours too? Uh, my number two was also the Penn State Wisconsin game. Right, gotcha. What was your three then? My number three was Indiana at Iowa. You know. Being a Hawkeye fan, I thought, you know, top 20 matchup, it'd be a great game to put at my number three. Ultimately, uh, Indiana came into Iowa, and um, they got killed 34-6, to which, you know, I'd say that's a pretty good win. I mean, yeah, for a Hawkeye fan. Um, my number three was Ohio State at Minnesota. Ohio State coming over with the win, which they did, 45-31. The only reason why I really picked this one was because Minnesota is known for upsetting Big Ten teams, especially ranked Big Ten teams. And they put up a, t- uh, a good matchup right there. But, yeah, Ohio State came over at the end. Stellar offense over there and uh, an acceptable defense. I feel like this year it's going to be really hard to beat that Buckeyes team. At number four, I had uh, Bama versus Miami in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. I had chosen Bama to win, and that's exactly what they did. Bama won 44-13, which... I think is actually a, that's a statement win right there for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, that's what I had. It was a really commanding lead the whole game. It really wasn't like Miami's going to come up behind. Not Bama had control of that game the whole time. Definitely wasn't even close. What'd you have for five? Number five, I had Louisiana at Texas. Ultimately, I picked Louisiana, but uh, didn't shake out that way. Texas won pretty handedly in that one. I mean, yeah, that was another. One way you expected to go one way, and it really didn't go that way. In college, it's it's either it's a blowout or it's a close game. Definitely, we saw that with the Oklahoma Tulane game, which no one thought was going to be close. Tulane only lost by five. Yeah, I mean Tulane is not a powerhouse football team, and it was it was an interesting game to watch. Even though Tulane lost that game, I think that's going to send a message to everyone in college football. It, it definitely will. My number five was Illinois at Nebraska, and I had Nebraska winning, and they were for a little while, but then Illinois came over at the top, 30-22, to and in, in an upset. Definitely, uh, that game, you know, that's one of those things where you think you can go either way. Yes, all right, uh, so let's move on to uh, NFL upsets. What is your uh, most likely to happen NFL upset? I think my most, the most likely NFL upset to happen in week one is the Washington football team winning against the Chargers. Why do you think that? Uh, I think Washington is just a better football team and that ESPN has the Chargers favored, which I'm not really sure how 
well that defense is going to fare against Washington's offense. I mean, Washington doesn't have as strong as an offense as they do defense. Washington has a good defense. And with Justin Herbert being, you know, either going to be a great quarterback or a not good quarterback, this game could really prove whether Washington is going anywhere or not. I really feel like uh, that Washington defense is going to test Justin Herbert. Yes, my most likely to happen is Dolphins-Patriots, where which for some reason the Patriots are favored, even though they lost Cam Newton and they really don't have anyone else. I have the Dolphins coming over the top. I mean, they should be the favorite team. Keep in mind, the Patriots are at home this game. Do you think that'll pose a factor? I don't really think so. I mean, the Dolphins have a decent team over there. I mean, they do have a quarterback who, you know, could be either way, but I think they have a strong enough team to pull a win against the Patriots. Definitely. I agree with that. All right, what is your second most likely to happen? My second most likely upset to happen is Dolphins at Patriots. I think uh, it's blasphemous that the Patriots are favored in that game. I feel like Miami's going to come out on top. Absolutely. Uh, my second is the Ravens at the Raiders in a Monday night football game. I know that the Ravens are favored, and they probably should be, but like, I just feel like the Raiders have the team to pull up an upset over here. I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson's legs. I don't think Lamar Jackson is – well, Did you, you saw what we did against Patrick Mahomes last year. He ran from sideline to th- sideline before the line of scrimmage, 1,000 yards. But guess who was way better at running? Lamar Jackson. Who's a better quarterback? Patty Mahomes. But Who won the game? I'll be quiet, <laughs> you. Uh, what is your third most likely to happen? My uh, least likely upset out of the three to happen is actually going to be that Jaguars at Texans game. The Jaguars are favored, but I think if Deshaun Watson plays, and that's a big if, I think the Texans will be able to pull it out. That's only if Deshaun Watson plays. If not, Jaguars win. Definitely, I agree with you. Again, if Deshaun Watson does not play, it's Jaguars game. Absolutely. My third is going to be the Chargers at Washington. Uh, I don't really see this one happening. I feel like the Chargers have a pretty decent team. But Washington is they're a pretty solid football team. They got a really good defense that could definitely pull up an upset. Definitely. I agree with you. Okay. Let's segue right into our next segment, which is going to be our prime time preview. Again, this is our Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games for week one. Okay, let's start off with our Thursday night games. Our Thursday night game, we have the Cowboys at the Buccaneers which the Buccaneers are actually favored by 7.5 this game, which I don't think is too far off from the truth. Uh, I think it's going to be an absolute blowout. I don't think the Cowboys have a defense to stop Tom Brady in that insane offense. Definitely. If Tom Brady and that Buccaneers offense is firing on all cylinders, it's going to be incredibly tough to stop them. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that team clicks, it, there's no really defense out there that will stop them. And that Buccaneers defense is absolutely nasty. I mean, their front line with Shaquille Barrett leading the way, they can pull up a 40-plus sack season. Oh, I definitely agree with that. They could even touch 50. I think they could, definitely. That Buccaneers defense is one to look out for. I mean, with Tom Brady passing for four, over 4,500 yards last year for 40 touchdowns and a Cowboys team that led up 42 touchdowns all year, I think it's just going to be a huge game for the Patriots. I mean, yeah, for the Buccaneers offense. Again, though, Dak Prescott got hurt midway through last season and still passed for 1,856 yards, which was fourth in the NFL last year. Can you believe that? Well, it was fourth at the time he went down. It wasn't fourth all season. It was first at the time he went down. You're telling me that 1,836 yards is first, uh, for fourth place for all season? I don't know. I haven't really researched any other quarterbacks. 
in depth like that, but what I saw on ESPN, that's fourth. When he went down. Yeah. Again, asterisk next to Zach Prescott's stats. Yeah. I mean, Elliott did not have a season last year, not even close to a good season. Didn't reach 1,000 yards. Only had six touchdowns. I think the Buccaneers defense is going to have their way with them. Uh, the Buccaneers running back core, though, is a strong one. I believe they have Giovanni Bernard that they acquired this offseason, Leonard Fournette, and Ronald Jones, which keep in mind, Ronald Jones averaged 5.1 yards per rush, which was eighth in the entire NFL. That's that's a really good stat to have on a already deadly offense. Definitely. That Buccaneers offense is one to not be messed with. And the Dallas Cowboys defense allowed 5.9 rushing yards on average each rush. I think Ronald Jones will run all over this team. Especially that Cowboys offense, I don't really think I can see them stopping Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, considering Mike Evans had 13 TDs last year, which was fourth among all wide receivers in the NFL. Godwin only had seven, but he he put up some great receptions. He had 65 receptions for 840 yards, which is still a great season for him. That Buccaneers wide receiver core is definitely a nice one. Uh, do you want to move on to our Sunday night game? Yeah, let's move on to our Sunday night game, which is the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. In this one, the Rams are favored by, again, 7.5 points. Yeah, I think that, that favor is playing way too nice. I feel like the favor should be like 30. There's no way that you're going to stop this offense or this defense. The Bears aren't going to put up more than 20 with Andy Dalton at their quarterback. I don't even think they'll put up 10. The Bears, you know, I think... They'll be a lot better off if they put Justin Fields in there. Yeah, I I mean, he's a rookie, but I, I don't think I could start Andy Dalton over Justin Fields. But that Bears defense, man, they've got a tough assignment with them with Matthew Stafford. Last year, he threw for 26 touchdowns, which was tied for 12th in the NFL. I mean, yeah, he threw for 4,086 yards with an already terrible receiving core. I, it's going to be amazing what he can do this year. Compared to Andy Dalton which he threw for 14 TDs, that was 25th in the NFL. Dalton only threw for 2,169 yards too, which is like almost half of what Stafford threw. Yep, as opposed to Stafford's 4,084, which was 12th in the NFL. Which is amazing with a quarterback rating of 61.3. Yeah, Matthew Stafford is a special quarterback. Yes, he is. The only downside to the Rams is they don't really have a running back this year. I think someone you got to actually watch out for in this game is going to be David Montgomery. Rushing for 1,070 yards is tied for fifth in the NFL last year, which, you know, that Rams defense is a good one, but we'll have to see if he can stop him. I mean, the Rams defense only around 3.6 rushing yards on average. I mean, sure, that's enough yardage, but, like, that's close to the least in the NFL. I don't, th- I mean, he's going to have a good game, but he's not going to have a game that's going to win him the game. Yeah, that Rams running back core is really not it, but... The wide receivers, that is also something to watch out for. Cooper Cup had 92 receptions last year, which was tied for 11th in the NFL. Woods had two less at 90, which is still amazing. I mean, he is receiver one in there, but Cooper Cup is a great receiver two in there. Cooper Cup is definitely a great backup to Robert Woods. Having them both on the field is something you can't cover. But then, that Bears receiver core is also no joke. Allen Robinson having 102 receptions last year, which was sixth in the NFL. That, he was really the only guy there last year. 
they didn't really have a quarterback. They, he, they didn't really have any receivers. They didn't have a running back. They didn't have an offensive line, and they didn't have a defense. There was there was nothing on that team. That Bears team last year was definitely a struggle, but Allen Robinson was definitely a light in a dark tunnel. And with the addition of Darnell Mooney this year, uh, I think Darnell Mooney will put up some great numbers. I mean, last year he had 631 yards on 61 receptions, an average 10.3 yards each catch, which is – you know, that's not like high in the receiving line, but that's pretty good for uh, a rookie. Well, this is his second year. Speaking of yards, Allen Robinson was actually ninth in the NFL in yards with 1,250. Yeah, he was definitely slept on for fantasy. I definitely agree. Allen Robinson, that's a threat right there in Chicago. I just think that they put Jalen Ramsey on him that he won't get anywhere. Yeah, that's probably a good bet. I mean, when he was covering DeAndre Hopkins last year, one reception, 14 yards, and a touchdown. That's all DeAndre had, Hopkins had when they played the Rams. Again, Jalen Ramsey, I personally think he's the best cornerback in the NFL. He can really lock down whoever he wants. He is the best quarterback in the NFL. I think that is going to be our key matchup, actually, will be Allen Robinson on Jalen Ramsey. That will determine the game, most likely. I think so, too. Uh, Let's move on to Monday night. Monday night, we have the Baltimore Ravens in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Baltimore is favored by four and a half this game. Let's do an early projection. Who do you think is going to win? The Ravens. Not even a question about it. Yeah, I don't see that. I, I pull my Raiders out in the finals. You're a biased Raiders fan, though. I don't know about that one. I just think the Raiders have the team. I don't think they do. Like I said, they're not going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson. They're just going to keep him in the pocket the whole game. No, Lamar Jackson's going to find a way to get out. No, he's he's going to get in the pocket, and he's going to run over to the sideline, and he ain't going to get anywhere. They held Patrick Mahomes in the pocket, and then when he scrambled, he wouldn't be able to get anywhere. They had locked down in the secondary. They covered the best quarterback and won the game last year. You said it yourself. Patrick Mahomes rushed for like a 1,000 yards that game, sideline to sideline. That is not containing him in the pocket. No, that's containing him in the pocket and then having him run around in circles. <laughs> That's, I think that's stupid. I think the Raiders are terrible. There's no way they're winning this game. Well, I think Josh Jacobs has going to have a game. I don't think there's going to be anyone on that Ravens defense that's going to slow down his rushing game. He rushed 1,065 yards last year, 12 touchdowns, and his average wasn't very good, but he really had no offensive line last year, and he still put up numbers like that. I personally think it's definitely going to be a quarterback's game on Monday night. Or it's going it, to, well, if you're going to say it's a quarterback game, are you saying Lamar Jackson's running game? Because if it's a Lamar Jackson's running game, then it's going to be a rushing game. I'm saying it's a quarterback game. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson's going to pass for 250 yards. I'm not saying he's going to rush for 250 yards, but is going to be a quarterback's game. I mean, Lamar Jackson only threw 2,767 yards last year. That is like something Andy Dalton put up. Okay, but then you look at the rest of his stats. TDs, 26, which is tied for 12th. Interceptions, 9, which is tied for 16th. And his QBR, 67.3, which is 7th in the NFL last year. I think it's completely ridiculous that you think he's not going to put up good numbers. He won't put up good passing numbers. He'll put up good rushing numbers. Opposed to that, Derek Carr is four for through for 4,103 yards last year, which is top 15 in the NFL, through 26 TD, 27 TDs, excuse me. That's also 11th in the NFL. Interceptions, he threw 9, tied for 16th, and his QBR was only 64.3. He threw for more yards and more attempts than Lamar Jackson and had the same amount of interceptions. I still think, though, the Ravens are going to find a way to pull this one out. 
yeah, there's no way they pull that out. I mean, they don't even have a defense to compare. You're joking, right? The Baltimore secondary is one of the best secondaries in the league. I just don't think – I think Josh Jacobs' run game is going to make them come up, put a couple in the box, and they're going to make mistakes with Henry Ruggs just burning him down the sideline. Keep in mind, guys, Charlie also thinks the Raiders are a playoff team. They aren't a playoff team, but they'll get in the playoffs. They you have said an easy they're schedule. a playoff team. No, they have an easy schedule. They have an easy schedule. If you were talking about easy schedule, the Broncos have the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL. Broncos are going to the Super Bowl, guys. Dude, the Broncos don't have anything on their team. Shut up. The Raiders are terrible. They're not a playoff team. And Baltimore is going to mop the floor with the Las Vegas Raiders. Only time will tell. All right, let's move into our stardom sit category. Okay. Um, who's your first quarterback to absolutely start? I think Kirk Cousins is going to be a great quarterback to start. They play Cincinnati this week, which I think their defense is not a high powered defense and I think Kirk Cousins with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson is gonna have a field day I have Ryan Tannehill against Arizona I think Ryan Tannehill AJ Brown and then maybe Julio Jones are gonna pass over 500 yards and three touchdowns on the Arizona defense that's definitely not a bad bet Ryan Tannehill definitely an underrated quarterback Who's your next stardom quarterback? My next stardom quarterback is Matthew Stafford against the Chicago Bears. I think the Bears aren't going to be able to stop that passing game at all, and they're just Matthew Stafford's going to light up the board. They just got to hope that they can contain Cleo Max so he has enough time to pass it. Definitely, which for a veteran quarterback like Matthew Stafford, I think it'll be no problem for him getting off the ball. I have Tom Brady with that deadly receiving core. I mean, they're just going to throw all over the place, and I think it's just going to be a great game. I agree. Tom Brady's definitely a great option to start for week one. Oh, uh, yeah. He's playing, da- he's playing Dallas, who doesn't really have a secondary either. You might be able to make a case for some of those players, but I, Tom Brady being the GOAT and the smartest player to come through the league, it's not going to be a game. All right, Charlie, who was your first sit for week one? Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he is old. He's getting old. He doesn't really have a receiving core. I think he's going to make a couple mistakes. I disagree. I think Ben Roethlisberger has a great receiving core. Well, he's got Juju Smith-Schuster, and, you know, they're just going to put their best corner on Schuster. Juice. They have Juju, then they have Claypool, then they have Deontay Spencer. I mean, that's not a terrible receiving core, but it, I think it could get way better. could definitely be way better, but that is a top 15 receiving core. Maybe even a top 10 receiving core in the NFL. I think you're pushing it there. You have three guys that can reel off 200 yards a game. 200 yards? Not, well... It depends on the game. If they play someone like Cincinnati, I can definitely see all three of them having 200 yards. It, that's Cincinnati. That is true. I mean, they're. I mean, they are playing Cincinnati, so it's gonna be a game. Yeah. Uh, another reason why I'm sitting him is because they're playing Buffalo Bills Week One, and I think they're just that secondary over there is insane. They're just gonna step all over them. Definitely not a bad option to sit Roethlisberger. Uh, my next sit him is gonna be Kyler Murray against Tennessee, usually you're like, Tennessee doesn't have the greatest secondary, but Kyler Murray is another running quarter, run quarterback, but he can't run as good as Lamar. He doesn't, he's not as good as a quarterback as Lamar, and that says a lot. I think my first sit-em is going to be Dak Prescott with an asterisk next to his name. I'm not exactly sure if he's going to start. Who knows how that injury is healing, but I feel like if he does play, going against that Buccaneers defense and coming off of a season-ending injury, I think it's going to be a tough outing. Indubitably. Who's your next sit My second sit is actually going to be Kyler Murray. I think, you know, I just don't think he's going to have a great game. Again, he's not a bad quarterback, 
I don't hate him. I don't like him. I just think he's going to have a bad game. I don't think he, I think he's going to have a bad season. Who is your first starting running back? Uh, King Henry taking on Arizona. I think that defense can't do anything to stop him. And he is the best running back in football. So whoever he plays, he's going to have a field day. Yeah, I have Derrick Henry there too. Who's your next stardom? My second stardom is uh, Christian McCaffrey. They play the New York Jets, which I feel like isn't a great defense. And CMC is going to be able to run the ball great, score, and get some receiving yards. I think he's going to have to rush for more than he uh, receives if he's going to pull up a good fantasy team. I mean, game. Definitely. My next stardom is Alvin Kamara against the Green Bay Packers, who had the 31st worst rushing defense in the league last year. And I think Alvin Kamara, he's more of a, he's a dual threat like Christian McCaffrey, but I think he's a better dual threat. I mean, that Christmas game, he was putting up like six touchdowns. I think he's going to have an absolute field day with this team. I definitely think Alvin Kamara, whoever he plays, he's going to be a unit. Absolutely. Who's your very first sit for running backs? My very first sit is Zeke, another Cowboys player. But again, he had a lackluster year last year, and he's playing the Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean, no matter which way they run it, they're going to run into some big defensive linemen. He had a terrible season last year, and I don't think he's going to pick it back up. I think he's going to have a bad game and a bad year. Exactly. You go back to uh, his stats, it was definitely the last two years actually have been an off year for him. Only a, having 244 attempts, which actually isn't too bad. That was fifth in the league. But with those 244 attempts, he only used them to get 979 yards, six touchdowns, and a 4.0 average. I mean, that's absolutely terrible with that offensive line. I mean, he was the really the only, without without Dak Prescott, he had to really take the load there, and he still choked on it. I think it's absolutely not going to happen for the Cowboys this week. Who's your first stardom receiver? My first stardom receiver is uh, Justin Jefferson. I think going against the Bengals, they don't have anyone who can guard him, and I believe this year he is a legit wide receiver one. I think he's better than Adam Thielen this year, and I think he's going to be Kirk Cousins' favorite, and I think he's going to have another great game. I think Justin Jefferson will definitely have another great year. All right. Um, my next stardom is going to be A.J. Brown against the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think there's a secondary that can guard A.J. Brown and Julio Jones with Jerron Tannehill on the ball. I really don't think so. The only thing, or the only person you can think of who can guard him is Jalen Ramsey. But then again, he can only guard one of them. And he's going to go Julio Jones, of course. Exactly. So, uh, definitely not a bad option right there. Yeah, just a friendly reminder, that's my fantasy team play right there. Yeah, Justin Jefferson's mine. AJ Brown's going to have a better game. I don't think he will. Okay, uh, my first sit at receivers is going to be Allen Robinson, only because of the team they're playing. I mean, I feel like their best corner is going to come and lock him down and leave Darnell Mooney wide open. Jalen Ramsey's going to absolutely clamp up on Allen Robinson. And then it's just going to have Darnell Moody scoring touchdowns if they score. My first sit again, another Cowboys player, C.D. Lamb, going against the Buccaneers defense. With having Dak Prescott coming off an injury, I just don't know how well C.D.'s going to perform, and I feel like it'll definitely not be a performance to remember. Yeah, I mean, I they have Amari Cooper there. C.D. Lamb's not going to do good, and I don't think any of them are going to do good. My next sit is going to be T.Y. Hilton against the Seattle Seahawks. He's the only receiving core, receiver on that receiving core. And 
I just don't think he's going to have a good season. I definitely agree with that. My second sit is actually Deontay Johnson, who is playing the Buffalo Bills, which I think is going to be a tough outing for him. Okay, on to defenses. My first stardom is going to be L.A. Rams. They're going to have a great day on against the Bears. There's, they're going to have interceptions, fumbles, touchdowns. You name it, they're going to do it. I agree with you there. The Rams are definitely going to have a field day against that Bears offense. Yeah, very lackluster offense there. My sit on defense is actually going to be Cleveland. Why is that? I just feel like Cleveland, you think about it, they don't have a great defense, but then again, that that's really all it comes down to sometimes. They're not a great defense. Whoever they play can definitely put up touchdowns and yards. I agree on that, but I'm sitting Pittsburgh here with the very deadly Buffalo Bills offense. That's not a bad option right there. It is not. Uh, let's hit up our three college matchups. Uh, my top college matchup of the week is going to be Oregon at Ohio State. That's a top 15 matchup in the NCAA, and I feel like it's going to be an offensive shootout. That's what I got there. I have Ohio State winning. I actually have Ohio State winning that game as well. I think Oregon's a great team. They're just not going to be able to hang with Ohio State. All right, my number two is going to be the 18 Iowa at the 7 Iowa State. That's actually my number two as well. Iowa coming off a pretty handedly win against Indiana. And Iowa State kind of off a lackluster performance against UNI. I think Iowa is actually going to be able to pull this one out against the top 10 team. Yeah, I see Iowa winning this one too. I mean, Iowa State's ranked higher. There is no home field advantage here. They're both in the same state. I think it's going to be a close one, but Iowa will win it. I definitely think so. My third best college matchup of the week I'm going to have a little bit of bias here. Number six, Texas A&M is going to come into Boulder and take on my Buffaloes. Who you got winning? I got Texas A&M winning, but I think it's going to be a close game. I have 13 Florida at South Florida. This is no home field advantage. I think, I mean, Florida's going to win the game, but I think just because they're both the same same state, there's going to be no home field advantage. I think it's just going to be a fun game to watch. Is it at Florida? No, it's definitely not in Florida. It's South at- Florida playing Florida. At Florida. It's at South Florida. It's at South Florida. Yes. They're both in Florida. I'm not asking you if it's in Florida. Oh. What stadium is it being played at? South Florida. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Okay, and then we're going to give a little special shout-out to the Outlaws. 2812 versus the Parker Hawks. Kane Latrell with one touchdown. Jaden Perez with one touchdown. Ty Ashford with one touchdown, which was a pick six. Donnie Runyon with one touchdown. And then Vinny Guerrero with one absolutely big hit. They play next week versus the Eagles. Hopefully they have another great show there. Thank you guys for coming out and supporting us. Have a great day.